0: this is generation education join educator ruth baynard mondays at 11 a.m as she explores modern parenting physical emotional and social development from pregnancy through adulthood mondays at 11 a.m right here on 101.9 high fm you're listening to generation education and i'm ruth baynard so we're going to be chatting about divorce this morning And reading up on the internet, they explain divorce as such. Divorce, also known as dissolution of marriage, is the process of termination of a marriage or marital union. Divorce usually entails the cancelling or reorganising of the legal duties and responsibilities of marriage, thus dissolving the bonds of matrimony between a married couple under the rule of law of the particular country or state. But it isn't just so much the cold, hard facts. It also includes emotional, financial, and much more. I'm going to be chatting now with Wendy Hartsman, educational psychologist and mom of four. Wendy, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Ru. So divorce is such a huge topic. Let's start at the beginning. When we talk about divorce, mom and dad have, for whatever reason, decided that it's time to split, they want to get divorced. What are the first steps that they should take?
1: Well, once parents are clear that they're going to be divorcing mom and dad, I think it's important for them to sit down with their children and just have an honest conversation, but in a kid-friendly way, to perhaps explain to the children that we as parents are getting divorced, mom and dad as a couple are getting divorced, but we're certainly not divorcing you as a child. Child will always be a child to mom and dad. And to explain to them, I think it's very important for the child to know why the parents are getting divorced. They don't have to know all the sort of intimate details, but they certainly need to know why a mom and dad Not in the same house together. And often, if the child is older, they will sense it because they've been, they've heard mom and dad arguing, fighting, Mm. or for whatever reason. They're usually quite sensitive to know that
0: something is happening. And what about those little ones when they're two, three years old and their understanding of such big emotions and big things is so much less?
1: I think it's quite important to explain to them, they're still little, obviously, but to perhaps take them to dad's home or mom's home and to show them on a practical level, you know, this is going to be your bedroom when you're with dad, this is going to be your bedroom when you're with mom and to explain to them exactly how it's going to work, but to show them so that they don't just arrive, this is dad's house, for mom to go into dad's house, show what it's going to be, dad to be in mom's house, however it's going to work so the child feels safe and secure in both homes.
0: Right, right. And I actually always believe that it's very important to tell the truth within limits. Absolutely. I mean, you're not going to go turn around and say daddy had an affair or mommy's a drug addict, but um, you know, to explain to them, you most certainly not to say to them, because we don't love each other anymore, unless of course that's the truth. But um you know, just from my own experience, that's kind of what I do believe. And what I wanted to ask you based on that, what would you say are the basic Do's and don'ts when it comes to getting divorced. And when I say that, I'm talking about, for example, you know, a mom perhaps bad mouthing the dad or the dad withholding money just to be spiteful. Um, you know, and I'm being very, very gender related Yeah. And I'm, I hope I'm not, I don't want to do that because, you know, it can. be either party, mom or dad or both, or, you know, it could be
1: really something. But let's just explore that. So I think it's important for parents to separate their relationship with their children to separate from their ex-spouse. For example, if you're angry with your ex-spouse, the mom or dad, whichever one, is to kind of manage it on an adult level. Children do not need to be the recipients of their parents' story in a marriage. So for example, if mom and dad shouted each other, they hate each other, they don't want to look at each other. The child cannot bear any of that responsibility. A child must be a child to the mom, child to dad. So I think it's very important for the parent to be an adult and to take responsibility to know that when I'm with my you know, daughter, son or children, I can't badmouth dad or mom, you know, vice versa, because the child is part of mom and dad, they are both, they're not just mom and dad. And in a way, if you want high functioning children, which you certainly can have, you know, in a divorce situation, number one, do not bad mouth the other, the other parent, because it, it has such huge consequences for the child, they don't know whose side to be on, they feel you know, they feel disloyal to one, and mm. it's very hard. Mm. So I think for and me. I,
0: and, yeah, and I think even though it happens once in a while, we're all human. Absolutely. <laughs> emotions get the better of us.
1: Yes. to
0: keep yourself in check, you know, it is important. And even if the child says something, you know, to, to not have to uh, enhance
1: it or to promote some bad negativity. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as I always say, you don't react, you respond. Think about the child, their dad or their mom is for life. Mm-hmm. And it's a very important, you know, both mom and dad are very important in a child growing up. They'd need both mom and dad. Absolutely. So I think mom and dad just have to explore their own anger and hurt and pain or whatever it is towards the ex And they need to
0: figure it out because the sure. reality is they're going to be in each other's lives forever. Right. Those kids are there, you're both the parents. You're going to have to figure out going forward, mm. there's going to be mm. marriages, there's going to be parties, there's going to be simples. It's
1: public holidays, birthdays. Correct, birthday. which yeah. is exactly yeah. what you're yes. you okay. about,
0: which leads us to that whole co-parenting thing, which could actually probably be a whole show on its own. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. how do we deal with this co-parenting?
1: You know, I think today, look, today you can get a parenting plan. And if you get a, you know, you can go to your attorney. Attorneys can write a parenting plan, social workers, psychologists. If you have a a detailed parenting plan for your own security, whether it's mom or dad, and for the child. So the child has clarity. This Rosh Hashanah, um, first day with mom, second day with dad, next Rosh Hashanah. So they have clarity. And a child feels secure in that environment where they know exactly. And obviously, within reason, you know, you can shift it a bit. But if it is a kind of a document that mom and dad are following closely, and in that parenting plan, it It basically spells out everything for the child. Residency, what school they're going to be in, um, you know, education. If another partner arrives, how they are going to introduce them to the children? So if you get a good detailed parenting plan, it certainly can help that co-parenting. And
0: I think also, especially in the beginning, I know from my experience as time went by, it became easier and, you know, also our emotions kind of settled down Mm -hmm. and worked through that. So it was easier to kind of say, if my child wasn't dropped off at five o'clock and was only dropped off at five past five. In the beginning, it was like, where is the child? (laughs) Whereas, you know, as you start to actually get used to it, then it's everyone, all parties involved have to get used to it. I wanted to also ask you, talking about that whole co-parenting, dealing with the different responsibilities, what about the financial and the emotional side of it? how do we deal with first of all we've now split into households financially how have you from your experience what have you learned from being with parents children
1: in that situation you no know, money is always a difficult one because hopefully both mom and dad are both working and money cannot be a kind of a manipulation with the child. You know, when the child's with mom, mom takes him out for suppers. You know, they they kind of get gifts all the time. And dad, financially, maybe he can't afford it. He doesn't give so many gifts and that. So I think in a way, both parents have to be quite sensitive because financially it is hard. Running two homes today is huge. Mm. So I think obviously, that you know, your your style of living might Be downscaled. But you know, kids are resilient and they, it depends how mom and dad manage it. If they come with anger, Well, clearly, the child will pick up anger. But if they say, listen, this is our reality, we are living in a smaller home, but it doesn't mean we're not happy. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes divorce, the mom and dad can be much happier without the spouse, they can be much happier. So in a way, it might be a happy household. So financially, of course, it's harder. But I think, you know, if you explain to kids, but they don't have to know every single detail. But if you explain, perhaps that things might be a little bit Tight, and you know, we might downscale, but it doesn't mean you won't get what you need, right? It depends how you approach it, I guess. Yeah, and I suppose also to make
0: sure that the financial stress or the financial issues don't actually become the problem of the
1: child, definitely. Yeah, which
0: is really important. Yeah, and emotionally, how
1: do, do you deal with this whole emotional roller coaster? You know, as I said before, it depends how mom and dad handle it. If mom and dad, if let's just talk about, okay, yeah, if mom, let's say mom is very hurt and angry or dad hurt and angry, the child will pick it up. So in a way, mom and dad have to work hard on themselves, maybe in therapy or, you know, chatting to a friend or whatever works for them. But they have to keep their emotions in check because if their emotions aren't in check, the child will pick up on it. The children will pick it up. Will pick up on it, and they will mirror what the parents are doing. Mm -hmm. So I think you know it's good perhaps to have a you know an open relationship where you can even as a parent to say at the moment I'm struggling a bit, but doesn't mean we can't still function. You know, and just never to bad mouth the other. Even if you are angry, separate. You know, go for a drive, (laughs) come back. Don't let the child receive your anger. About a spouse, right.
0: and sometimes you just get those situations where it is so toxic, and there is so much hurt and anger and bitterness and all of those emotions,
1: where a parent actually cannot separate themselves from that. How do deal with that? I think it's very important if that is mom or dad to seek help, to go for therapy, and to work on their emotions because. Children are so sensitive and perceptive. They're watching mom and dad from day one, so they know exactly. And if mom and dad are not coping, the relationship won't work and the children won't cope at school or friendships, et cetera. So it's very important, I think, in that situation for mom or dad to seek help. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a safe space for them to be able to kind of share all their anger, hurt and pain and not do it in the home. And again, at, at the end of the day, It's about the child. Absolutely. The parents have to realise they are the adults. Mm -hmm.
0: And the kids need to be protected from that. And I know it's hard. We're all human. Of course. But it is important. And we discussed a little bit, you did mention, in fact, about when situations change and now maybe the parents, they're divorced and now one meets a new partner, bringing in a whole new dynamic. Let's just chat about that group.
1: You know, as I said, in the parenting plan that I've seen, some parenting plans that they actually speak about it. If you meet somebody and you feel it's going to lead to a long-term relationship and you've been seeing this person on and off, perhaps you can introduce the child slowly. But I think it's important for the other spouse, the ex-spouse, to know about it. So if the child comes home or, you know, to dad or mom in tears, at least you understand why. So just to say, you know, we're going to introduce uh, our child to what, you know, to a new um, partner, and to do it in a very gentle, respectful way to the child. And of course, it's hard, because the child might feel that dad or mom, they lose in dad or mom, which might not be the case, it might be, you know, a, a new family a new dynamic that can be very enriching for the child but it depends how it's done right because it's often
0: comes not only with a new partner sometimes these children or other children involved
1: so new children coming into the dynamic it can be it can be Mm. a real minefield exactly and i think it's important to know if at that stage you've been dating this person for a while you feel that person is going to be with you for a long time, or you kind of see a future together with this person, then I think it's important. But if you're just kind of dating here and there, it's not necessary no. to expose the child. They don't need to know all of that, you know? I agree. Yeah. Because also I think yeah. that
0: could create a lot of resentment and anger. Sure. Yeah. Especially if yeah. they feel, oh, mommy or daddy is so busy with other
1: people. as There's no time for them. And also if the child is younger, they might attach to the person Mm. and that could be quite soul destroying. Obviously you don't know how the future is going to be, but if you feel that it's a solid relationship,
0: I want to ask you when the kids go to dad or go to mom, come back again, let's just explore that a little bit.
1: Kids are, they're resilient, as I've said, and often they fit in quickly, you know, they had mom and dad, but sometimes they don't. They come home and they're very tearful or they're with mom or dad and they're very tearful and the parent wants to make them happy. No, you know, you're back at mom or you're back at dad. And to me, it's about sitting down with a child and talking about it, not in terms of kind of um being inquisitive you know what did you do there but just sometimes transitions are hard Mm -hmm. hard for anybody even as an adult to come back from holiday you need to transition these kids so it's a good idea maybe to just sit with the child and say is there anything you want to share with me and not to cross question the child i was just gonna say i think that is interrogative and the child has loyalty to mom and dad it's a natural Mm -hmm. idea and if you as mom or dad going to say you know what did you do you know what time did you go to sleep did you brush your teeth (laughs) you know where did you go the child feels that they it's unfair the child should you know perhaps the whoever it is mom or dad say when you're ready to tell me about your weekend i'd love to hear in a very open-ended kind receiving way without judgment right because the child will know i can't say that to mom or dad oh they're going to get cross you want them to have a good relationship and be able to share their experience with their mom or dad absolutely it's
0: what i always say is that you know Whatever happens in my house happens in my house. And you don't want to have to worry about what's being said on the other end. Not that there's anything bad happening, but you want to show the same respect on both sides. And once again, we keep repeating, it's at the end of the day, all about the child. What about emergency situations?
1: So, you know, in the parenting plans that I've seen, you put it into a parenting plan to say that, let's say the child, I don't know, falls, hurts themselves, you rush off to the emergency in a parenting plan, it should say, what is your mode of communication? Straight away, as you get to the emergency room, you've got a message, you know, mom or dad, whoever. even if the child's with mom or dad, you've you got to respect the other. Um, even if they're not going to do anything, you just got to tell them, you know, we've rushed so-and-so to the emergency room, he fell or she fell and hurt herself, um, and I'll let you know later what happens. So just so the other person is in the picture. They're both important. Mom and dad are just Mm. as important as each other. You don't want the child to come back and tell you what happened. That would be very unpleasant. Absolutely. You know, those emergencies just too. Yeah. And what about a
0: situation where the emergency requires, God forbid, surgery or further intervention, and that parent has to make that decision on the spot? I don't know how it is nowadays. I don't know if you do know either, but, um, you know, I remember... Many years ago, you could put into your divorce agreement whereby if something happened you had to get both parents consent do you know anything about that or is that more a legal question i'm asking i don't
1: know but i also think it should i'm not sure legally but on a sort of emotional thing i think it's important when they're doing the parenting plan for mom and dad to have those discussions right to have the discussion that you know if god forbid something happens we rushed off there's an emergency they need surgery hopefully you trust other, you know your ex-spouse to know what is in the best interest of the child that's really what you want and to when you're doing that parenting plan both parties must be happy with it and feel satisfied mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and respect each other and that's when they've signed it and it, it becomes you know their truth
0: yeah, absolutely and divorce is it's such a mindful. and mm-hmm. let's face it no divorce is the same sure you know, every every couple mm-hmm. it's different mm-hmm. but the important thing is to respect the children and to move forward in a positive way
1: And the children can be high functioning, as I say, depends on how the parents manage it. It's, you know, parents, even in a complete family, where mom and dad Mm. are at home, it's also their responsibility. Likewise in a divorce. Yeah,
0: and... Believe it or not, there are even some
1: divorced couples that actually become friends. Absolutely. Well, that's healthy. I think (laughs) that's wonderful for the children to see that mom and dad can still talk, still have conversations at birthday parties. They can be in the same room and they're okay with each other, which is nice to know that there is light at the end of that tunnel. (laughs) Wendy, thank
0: you so much for joining me this morning. We've been chatting about divorce with Wendy Hartman. And you've been listening to Ruth Baynard on generation education.